Hello, hello, and welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. Man, I told y'all I was coming back with some big things popping for y'all, and as usual, here we are. So, I hope you guys like the new concept that we come up with, you know, new theme art and everything, and now we got the new show, theme song, Off the Chain. I hope you guys enjoyed that, and man, I'm just happy to be back here with you and happy to be ready to get something big and get something good going for you guys, because you know, that's what we do here on the Joe Moffat Show. Um, took a couple of weeks off just to kind of, like I said, revamp and to do the changes that I wanted to do to the site and, um, to the SoundCloud page and everything as you can find us at www.soundcloud.com forward slash Joe Moffat show. And make sure to always check out our Twitter feed with all our friends and everybody from over at Potter and family. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them and much love to everybody that's in the Potter family podcast group and hope you guys enjoy this show and cause we're going to have a good time on this one. We're going to have some fun. And we're going to crack some jokes on some folks. So you know we're going to crack some jokes on some folks. And I got some jokes for your ass. Because when you take two weeks off, even though I was off, stupid shit never stopped. And I mean, I'm telling you, it rolled over and over and over and over into so many balls of shit. And I wanted to pick out just one or two cherry pick some of the best craziest shit that I had seen here lately. And luckily with the revamp of the show, I was blessed... By the comedy gods, with a special, special, special treat for you guys. Because today, we're going to offer some help from the Joe Moffat Show. And we're going to help out one of our fellow comedians. Because we think he's fallen off the path of common sense, uh, righteousness, as we talk about in the past. You know, being a good person. You know what I'm saying? And, and and this this gentleman has fallen way off. I mean, this nigga didn't fail so far off. I, Goddamn, it, it, I don't think there's a cliff high enough to really give the experience of the drop that his ass is taking and the leap that he has thrown himself into, you know, because if you don't have, here's the thing. If you don't have good people around you, your friends will let you do stupid shit. You know, those around you will tell you it's a good idea to do dumb shit. What you don't notice is that as the person doing the dumb shit, you really need somebody around you that's not letting you do stupid shit. I know it's a weird concept, but in sometimes there's a moment where you need maybe a stranger to come up and say, hey, you're fucking up, pal. And if it's got to be the stranger and I get to be the stranger on this one, well, hey, so be it. So I'll be the stranger for a, a gentleman that I had looked up and have looked up to in the comedy field for many years um, because of his, you know, openness. And, and it's quite a rarity to have any entertainer that, that's willing to put themselves out on a limb um, and then this particular person I'm going to talk about, which is going to be our top story of the day. And it's dealing with, you know, how shit has spun so fucking out of control for Cat Williams. I mean, God damn. Cat made first. It started years ago, but we're just going to look and implant at the most recent events. About a week ago, the Friday before the Oscars, Cat did a show in Atlanta where he decided it would be a good idea to take shots at Kevin Hart. Now, why go after Kevin Hart 
of all people? I have no idea. I mean, I, I know it's it's comedian to comedian, but I mean, he took it to a level where he wanted to do a $5 million bet and have him show up to the show and they go through different festivals of of shit. Of, of, he offered a, a boxing match, a comedy match. I think the nigga said something about sewing quilts and, and, and I, I, you know, all kind of crap, drinking contests, all kind of crazy shit. And for the life of me, I cannot understand where all this came from with the animosity against Kevin Hart. I mean, really? Don't get me wrong. Kevin Hart is awesome. He, he's an amazing comedian. He's good at, at, at what he does. But the biggest thing about Kevin Hart is he don't fuck with nobody. Kevin don't fuck with nobody. Look at him. He don't mess with nobody. This motherfucker is like a, a, a tiny muscle-bound hilarious little fucker and for some reason another another short motherfucker like Cat Williams feels like I guess is like the, the battle of the heights I don't know you know I don't understand what they were trying to bring what he was trying to bring into the table and it was a, in response to Kevin basically saying to Cat you know when you know he basically Cat sat, sat there and said that Kevin sucked uh, uh, I guess he, well, I'm not going to say, he didn't say it outright, but he was saying that how, you know, he, him, he implied how Kevin Hart has used sexual favors of the homosexual tendency to get him where he is in his, in, in his career. And to me, you know, you, you get in where you fit in, but don't knock a nigga for doing whatever it is that he had to do because he there. You know, and, and and it killed me how at one point of the, the comment, Kat said both don't knock a man for doing his job and making his money, a black man making his money, even though he allows anal insertions of penises for them to be able to make his money. And I'm sitting here wondering how the fuck. Or is is this supposed to be a compliment? Is this supposed to be a diss? It, I was kind of confused for a second. But Kevin handled it cool. Kevin stepped back, you know, while he was at the Oscars with Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. With, and with Chris Rock hosting the Oscars along with Kevin Hart presenting at the Oscars. You understand what I'm saying? All of this going on. And Kevin Hart decides to take this moment to take shots. And then not only does he take shots, but then he, after Kevin basically said, you know, I find it sad that, that we as, as comedians can't come together and, and, and do this work and, and make this money and, and, and do it big and do it all together. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, you know, uh, you got niggas like me sitting at the crib looking at the chops ready to come get all the money that they can get out of y'all asses. So, you know, while Kevin, while Cat Williams is worried about Kevin Hart, Cat Williams better be worried about somebody like, oh, I don't know, me. That's trying to get in this game and to get that money from each and every one of y'all asses. You got bigger fish to fry, my nigga, than Kevin Hart, I can assure you. 
But that's the, but, but, but we're here in concern today. We're, we're, we're going to be here in concern. And the reason why we're here in concern is after all of those events that took place with, with, with Cat Williams and, and Kevin Hart and, and Cat Williams, you know, calling his shots and everything, so on and so forth, um, which the, the show that he was talking about doing all of this huge fanfare with Kevin Hart happened this past Friday night in Philadelphia. He said he was going to be in Philadelphia. That's when he called out Kevin Hart. No, I haven't seen any videos of what he said at that show. But there was another video. Well, let me rephrase. There were about 67 different camera phone angles of a video with Kevin Hart, with Cat Williams. You know, finding a perfectly good and acceptable reason in his mind to walk on a stage at a rap concert, you know, with a sea of niggas that was actually being quite peaceful and enjoying the events. They were on stage, they're standing there chatting with their friends, they're relaxing, they're enjoying a drink, everybody's having a good time. When out of nowhere you see what is supposed to be claiming himself as the next Richard Pryor. He found it in his mind as a professional entertainer in a room full of motherfucking people that would be acceptable to try and sucker punch a grown ass man on stage in front of crowd of people on a stage in a crowd of people. You know, and this nigga didn't just run up and, and like hit the guy. No, 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 no. As I mentioned, this is Cat Williams. You know what I'm saying? So Cat Williams, he had to do this in the most outlandish way that he could, which included... <laughs> Pumping himself up, and I mean, he was he was getting live, and oh, he was on time, baby. He was ready to get into some shit. And you, I'm I'm sitting here like as as just thinking as as a person that has had friends that are a little bit stupid. When you see your homeboy get down on the floor, white people take this note as well, because y'all might see something like this happen on y'all end also. And when you see your homeboy on the floor, on a stage full of niggas, at 11.30, 12 o'clock at night, in a bar, and this motherfucker drops down on the floor and starts doing push-ups, yeah, this is the time where I didn't start clapping my hands, all right, guys, time to get this evening over with, this nigga about to do something stupid, we gotta bounce. That's my mentality when I'm with my friends and I see them and I know something stupid about to fucking happen. This nigga is about to commit an atrocity of superb ignorance and he must be stopped. <laughs> we have to stop this motherfucker. Do you hear me? To keep him from possibly, because see, I'm not just thinking about saving this nigga's life. No, 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 no. It, it's a lot more than just saving his life. It, it's, it's to keep him, you understand what I'm saying, from getting me fucked up. 
Like I said, it's a lot more than just me. You know, I'm I'm sitting here like, oh, come on. Really, Kat, come on now. How you going to sit here and bring your boys out for a nice evening? You know, you probably got a friend that ain't never been with your ass, and y'all all kicking it, and all of a sudden, this nigga see your ass getting charged up. Push-ups and shit. This nigga was doing push-ups on the stage. Getting charged up. And nobody he was with stepped in and said, okay, guys, we got to get it together. He about to fuck up. Let's bounce. So this nigga lunges himself, catching flight at the tune of four and three quarters inch vertical. His entire body pushed out with his little ass hand extending to connect with the face of a man that's standing around with his friends, possibly family members. You know what I'm saying? He could have been standing there with his man. It's 2016, you know? And they just relaxing. They're having a good time. And then all of a sudden, Papa fucking Smurf comes out of nowhere and hits me in the mouth. What? Tell you something about where I'm from. 76% of the time that you fling your short bus missing ass into a group of people with the intent of attacking said member of said group, getting stomped out and on a stage in front of a room full of niggas would be the least of your worries. You'd really have to be worried. And I was really concerned and happy to see that Kat actually walked away from that situation. Because a lot of people would have made sure that he wouldn't have been walking out of that club that night. He did, by the grace of God and, and, and some, some very forgiving men. Because I know men that are a little bit more niggish. They, gonna, they, they don't stop until they hear a bone crack. They don't stop uh, uh, until they see blood. I mean, come on, man. To make it out alive, he was blessed. And did I hear correctly that after he commits this atrocity (laughs) in front of a room full of people, there's camera angles every fucking where on your ass, and you want to jump up and hit somebody in the mouth, but then you want to sit and say how, you know, you innocent by hitting a nigga mouth in the mouth. If you will hit a nigga in the mouth on a stage in a room full of people, you will surely hit somebody in the mouth at a pool store. I, I, I just believe that. I believe you have that much ignorance inside of you. But this is also the reason why I said I wonder about the people that are around him because sometimes these celebrities need positive people around them that keeps them from doing unpositive and quite possibly superbly ignorant and stupid shit. There it is. When you got bad people around you that ain't even willing to tell you that you done fucked up, come on, man. Come on, man. And then you're going to come out the next day sitting here talking about, first of all, he went and bought Beanie a car. Now, 
I, I don't know the relationship with Cat Williams and Beanie Siegel. I, I, I'm not sure if, if Cat visited Beanie when, when he was spending his time in, in different correctional facilities uh, throughout this fine country of the United States of America. I'm not sure if maybe Cat put some money on his books. Um, I, I don't know their relationship, but for some reason or another, Cat Williams found it necessary to buy Beanie Siegel a Lamborghini a day after reported friends of Beanie Siegel kicked his ass. You know what I'm saying? They didn't stop and say, whoa, Cat, why you tripping? Hey, hold on, man. Wait, 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 wait. No. He flung that nigga off his jacket like he dropped food on his fucking sleeve. Cat hit the floor and 50 niggas stomped his ass out right there in front of God and everybody. But for your effort as being Beanie Siegel, you got a Lamborghini from this nigga, I guess, out of effect. I don't know. I guess Cat felt, say, man, I'm sorry I fucked up your party. Here, here, here's a Lamborghini, you know, you know, for, for, for your troubles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I guess that's what he was looking at. I guess he was embarrassed because he kind of fucked up this nigga's birthday party by being a dick. You know what I'm saying? My problem is, what did the nigga who scraped his retarded ass off of the stage get? Because to me, that's the motherfucker who deserved a car. That's, I'm just saying. You know. What, and, and you can't tell me. Because look, 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 look. I hope Cat was on drugs. I truly hope that this was a reaction to drugs. I know it wasn't weed. You can keep that shit to yourself. Weed don't make you do this type of exceptional stupid shit. Never, ever, ever, never, ever, never, never, ever, never. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, because goddamn it, if this, if this, if that shit wasn't drug induced, I am severely frightened for this nigga's well being. You know how they say we need to keep a watchful eye for those that show signs of mental illness? Well, Cat's ass has been mentally ill since he hid behind that ficus in that fucking hotel lobby. You know what I'm saying? Who the f I'm serious. I, I keep asking the question. Who the fuck does he have around him that's letting him commit these atrocities of fucking ignorance? If and when I make it to celebrity stardom, the first thing I'm putting on my entourage application will say must be willing to slap the shit out of me if I decide to get myself charged up smoking on you know, inhaling smoke machine vapors because the nigga said he wasn't on drugs. So it must have been the vapors from the smoke machine from the concert that caused him to dive into a crowd of niggas trying to pick a fight. Because if you accept this application as the job of being a member of my entourage and you let this shit happen, not only will I fire you, but I will probably let my pit bull bite you in the ass, you useless prick. And like I said, the fucked up part is when he dove in and delivered the punch, the guy not only didn't go down, but Cat either used too much momentum or the nigga, like I said, shrugged him off his shoulder like he dropped a chip in some shit. You know, maybe the nigga thought the flying, you know, like they gave him a buzz when he was too little high, when he was up in the air and he was trying to dive into the nigga, you know. Because the video pans from cat diving, hitting someone, and then you see cat on the floor covering his head with random boot prints being pressed into his ass. They say cat came out of that damn ball with a Nike print and a Skechers print up his ass trying to go home. And this group of niggas stomped his ass out. You hear me? 
after even doing all the push-ups and the tybo kicks, this nigga was doing lunges, you know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. He was sitting here doing fucking workouts on stage from the bright, like he was the bright skinned nigga who be masturbating with the goddamn uh, frozen ace bandage and shit. I was like amazed. So I say, but we come to you today, like I said, we're here to help. So I'm going to help. I'm going to, I I implore, whoever's in Cat Williams' camp, I implore you, please, please, stop letting that fool self-destruct. You are working with the self-imposed next Richard Pryor. You know, the thing about Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor fucked himself up. I don't remember no reports of Richard Pryor running up on stage at, at a Temptations concert and hitting niggas in the face. I don't remember that. I, I don't think that probably ever happened. You know? And you can't be mad at everybody that crack on your ass and you decide to go on stage with some shit looking like something out of goddamn Whoville and then you want to get mad when somebody crack on your short ass. A tisket, a tasty. Somebody get this crazy bastard. Because in all honesty, though, the, seriously, the brother needs some help. So please, y'all send this message to Cat Williams for me. I'm gonna, I'm, nigga, we're gonna, we gonna try to send the vibes of positivity to Cat Williams, ignorant ass. Please, my nigga, get your mind right, player. That was in your song. Get your damn mind right. Because if you don't get your mind right, your ass is gonna end up motherfucking laid up dead somewhere. And I'd really hate to see something like that happen to somebody like Cat Williams because of how talented he is. And because the influence that I've seen him be to many comedians worldwide, you know? So that, that's all I got to say on the Cat Williams thing, my nigga. Get your mind right. Get your shit together, you know, because you really tripping bad, bad, bad. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. Uh, you know, hey. And always remember, if there's one thing I can say about this situation, always remember this. It's not about the nigga who picks you up. It's always about the nigga who picks you up off the floor. Not the nigga who friends kick your ass in front of theaters full of people. That's all I got to say. Okay? So y'all pass that message on to Cat William. Tell him Joe Moffat understand. I And I'll tell you a story. I remember one night where I got fucked up and somebody actually took the time to tell me that I was fucking up because we was at the bar. I got very, very shit-faced. I wasn't even smoking weed back then. And I sat there and, you know, decided on this liquor that when I got home to where I was crashing it at the time, I got out the car. And when I got out of the car, a tree limb smacked me in the head. We kind of parked by a tree. Tree limb smacked me in the head. There it is, you know. I should have just walked off and, and, you know, let the tree make it. But then, for some reason or another, in my drunk mind, I thought the tree was mean mugging my ass. And I was getting mad than a motherfucker because I'm sitting in the, in the yard and I'm sitting there staring at this tree. My homeboy looking at me like, Joe, what's wrong with you? And I said, no, but this motherfucker looking at me funny. He say, what motherfucker? See that nigga right there, man. He look around. He look left, look right around. Wasn't no nigga there. And then... I'm like, yes, no, that nigga right there, that nigga right there looking at me like I'm crazy. He said, Joe, that's a tree. So I don't give a fuck if that's a tree, nigga. He looking at me crazy, man. He already hit me in my head. I'm here. So I can understand while I'm sitting here reminiscing about me standing in my friend's front yard taking swings at his oak. <laughs> In this nigga front yard at 2.30 in the fucking morning. 
I don't know if I'm crying because I'm hitting the tree. <laughs> I'm crying because there's blood flying everywhere. I don't know. My stupid ass is in the front yard, drunk as a skunk, fighting a tree. And so I can see how somebody that's fucked up might think it's a good idea, you know, to be on stage and run up and punch somebody in the face. I guess, you know, with the miracle of modern technology, this nigga thought that not only did he achieve something, but also he felt that his ass was doing something smart. Then, you know, like I said, then in the aftermath, he made another video saying how he knocked a bunch of niggas out. Whatever, dude. You need to go back through the goddamn tape. You are in a delusional state. Whoever is Cat Williams' friend, Help this nigga out. That's all I got to say about that. Which, but does bring me to a, a bit of another point because it's, you know, it's fucking embarrassing actually start when you start seeing some of these grown ass men, successful men, black men, white men, you know, of all races and cultures, fire out of control just like every man whose penis has ever ejaculated on a Kardashian. Because I don't know what these hoes is doing to niggas. Don't get me wrong. These bitches ain't taking down like real like top flight caliber niggas. You know what I'm saying? I can see if Chris took down like Michael Jordan. You know, if 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 Kim, you know, sorry B, don't get mad at me for saying this, took down like a Jay-Z or something like that. You know, Kanye is not a Jay-Z, not by a long shot. You know, definitely not financially, you know. And I actually thought for a minute for the sheer notion that that Kanye was going to be one of them niggas, you know, Kanye was going to mean mug Kim's ass. I thought this nigga was going to come in the house and be like, bitch, you can go gold dig on these nuts, you know what I'm saying? And put them on her forehead and, and make her smile about it, you know what I'm saying? I'd have been putting that shit on YouTube. Yeah, Ray J, I'm that new nigga in here, nigga. But he never did that. <laughs> and then... And then when you really think about it, when Bruce decided to become Caitlyn, I knew if an Olympic athlete couldn't keep his shit together, Kanye's black ass is going to get fucked harder than Ving Rhames and, Harley, and Holiday Hart. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know Ving Rhames didn't get fucked in the ass in Holiday Hart. He got fucked in the ass in Pulp Fiction. We can only assume he got fucked in the ass in Holiday Hart because he was a drag queen. Um, but they never confirmed that in what was considered a Christmas movie. And if you notice about Kim, as usual, when most of her men start, you know, spiraling out of control, she gives two shits. She gives two shits about what this nigga going to throwing through. Because between you and me, I wish my wife would go online and splash a uh, nakedly edited photo to the world. It wouldn't be a. I don't think I. I think I'd probably use every bitch in the English language to describe my disgust in this motherfucker pulling this shit off. I'm just gonna be honest with you, straight up and down. You understand what I'm saying? But then again, for for Kanye, you gotta be honest. It's a lot better than a tarp at, at Coachella showing your wife with a dick in her mouth. You know which is also the same dick of the guy that will forever be solidified in the annals of history as the guy who fucked your wife into stardom. He didn't get shit out of it, but she did. So, fellas, let's get our shit together. Come on now. 
I took a couple of weeks off to get my shit together, and now I'm back bigger, better, better than ever. So yeah, this is a warning for all of you, the Kanye's and the Cat Williams and all the celebrities that have taken the opportunity to fuck up their their stature and feel like it's okay and 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 to 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 just let money lay on the table. Niggas like me is coming for your money. So if you don't get your shit together, your ass is grass. I'm leaving it at that. And for the end of the show, we're going to recap a little early, going to cap off a little early here today. However, but today's show, we did actually retrieve a sponsor for today's show. And today's show is going to be sponsored for the people who brings you Donald Trump's crazy ass clan speeches. They have a new exciting product called the Trump Pump. It's a gold-plated penis trump with rigid insertion point, and, a, and the squeeze ball is the shape of Chris Christie's nutsack. Just a few pumps a day will help you keep the ladies wondering why there's a deformed mushroom spewing semen in your pants. And if you act now, you will get a free Make America Pump Again bumper sticker. And for you small-handed fellows, we'll also send you a removable rubber sleeve to help you keep the suction nice and tight. Visit their website now for the promotional code using the promotional code Little Hands for free shipping. Sorry, I <laughs> I thought I'd try something a little funny. I hope y'all guys like that. And um, last not least uh, for today's show, I want to give a big salute, shout out to my boys down in Houston, Texas, um, to the fine men and women in the Harris County Sheriff's Office. In, you know, in Houston and surrounding areas who dealt with the crazy fat bitch who thought it was a good idea to climb out in the middle of morning rush hour traffic and sh stick your big ass on the top of 18 fucking Willow and get stuck and scared because you didn't want to come off. Let me tell you something. That is drug induced. Y'all quit letting people tell you that these motherfuckers ain't on drugs. Because if they ain't on drugs, they asses then gone out of their goddamn mind. Like I mentioned earlier, we need to start keeping a close eye on crazy motherfuckers that's getting ready to do crazy shit so we can stop them. And the only way we can stop them is when you see a fat bitch climbing on top of an 18-wheeler, pull over, be a nice person, and say, Hey, bitch, get your ass off of there. And maybe, just maybe... You can keep a motherfucker off the Sunday, off the Monday night news. Goddamn, it just takes two minutes, people. We have got to start being more proactive to stop stupid shit from happening. But then again, for people like me, stupid shit is my business because, hey, I research the hell out of it and then tell y'all funny jokes all about the shit. And on that note, I want to sit here and sign off for this evening's show. Appreciate the love. Thank you for everybody that's continued to listen to my show from all over the country as well as all over the world. I got listeners coming in from places like Iowa to Belgium. So I appreciate all the love. Thank you very much. We're going to keep this thing going better and better. Next week, we're going to have new topics, new fresh stuff. So be ready. Be set. We're going to roll. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to The Joe Moffat Show.